Wardcast episode 127. Go! <laughs> no, what? Wait, let's try that again. That was the episode. <laughs> I'm Dylan Vento. I'm joined today by not Alex Damrath. Yeah. He's not here. Sorry, Alex. He's been replaced. I stole your seat. By the awesome... Well, I was talking about Emily. Oh, well, I'm <laughs> I'm replacing... He, she's replacing me. Hey, everybody. My name is not Will. <laughs> um, I'm replacing Will Blanton, who is replacing Alex Damrath. Well, so, hi, not Will, also known <laughs> as Emily Kundro. Thank you. How are you doing? I'm doing utterly fantastically amazing awesome it's great you recovering from your roller derby yeah so i went roller skating this morning and i learned how to do like hops and jumps and like spins and then i fell a lot so it was cool so all in all productive yeah yeah i'm like i'm ready to start grinding on some rails are you skating or blading i'm blading dude Are, are you vert or street um i'm street i oh, am street yeah. all the okay. way all right that's got to be the next splatfest theme is super street we <laughs> get that that sweet sweet rocket power cross promotion in yeah this podcast is sponsored by woogity 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 <laughs> <laughs> um it's sponsored by squid <laughs> so, i'm a i'm a vert vert on the streets and a street on under my sheets <laughs> technically street with my feet (laughs) it's exactly the response a couple of shoobies would say (laughs) shoobies the best part about rocket power were those fucking title cards that would just jump in in the middle of episodes (laughs) shoobies they'd be like whoa and the fucking microsoft powerpoint 3d word art would come in and ungulate I don't no. even know what you're Will, Will has no idea what no, we're talking about. So imagine like we're recording this podcast, but Dylan will say something like rad and then rad will flash up on the screen uh, and like spin around. That's rocket power. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> now I kind of wish we had like broadcast design so we could do that. <laughs> do we not have, do, I mean, we, was there any sort of skateboard, surfing, extreme sports cartoon when you were a kid? Yeah, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> ah, okay. That doesn't count. That doesn't count. <laughs> yes, it does. Did they all skateboard? Yes. <laughs> Who fucking know? Yeah. Who watched TMNT? <laughs> Who's even heard of a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle? Who even heard about these reptiles? <laughs> and they're very extreme. So, so take that. I think it does count. <laughs> and that's the voice of Will Blanton. Hey. Hey, how you doing, Will? I'm pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Doing all right? Yeah. You know, you, I, I'm sure you're doing fine since you don't play any video games. Yeah. Will has officially stopped playing video games for the rest of his life. They're too violent. <laughs> <laughs> He's giving up games for Lent? Yeah. Oh, maybe. I could do that. I'm, I'm sure you could <laughs> since you don't play any video games when it's not Lent. Sorry, God. I'm doing an easy one this year. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to give up bacon, but nah, let's do video game. <laughs> yeah. I mean, aren't you making one now, though, Will? Yeah, I'm making a couple, I guess. Yeah. 
So do you like play test them? Or Not do- at all. Uh. I just assume they're perfect. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I haven't even compiled yet. You're talking about well, the, cool. the ones you make for work? Oh, yeah, those two. Oh, so wait, you're making multiple side project games? Yeah, sort of. So tell me about it. Okay. Let's go um, into that. I went to that. So the, it's supposed the, to be a game development podcast. The Let's main thing some, I'm working about some on actual game development. is like a Metroidvania type thing uh, that you've right. seen a little which, bit of. Which is what I've seen. You play as this little grass dude. That's his name, I guess. It's Oddish. Well, I don't know what that means. So, <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, he's really cute or she he doesn't really have a gender because it's made out of grass oh um but i i I, i've been calling it a she because it's a golem and spoilers its entire like uh reason to exist is based on the will of its master the which is a little uh (laughs) which is which is it's like a little witch girl so oh that okay i'm in like anything that has to do with magical girls is like that's yeah I am dedicated yeah. to this game. Good. <laughs> Me too. You have one purchase. Possibly two. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I'm Thanks, sold. Emily and Mom. <laughs> I was gonna say Julie, but so three. Uh, three purchases. Oh, so, oh Julie's the <laughs> wait for that steam key, Will, honey. Oh geez. Another steam key to give out. Great. <laughs> that's like <laughs> That's such Honey, a, I'm on Keymailer. Just, just, just connect with me there. Come that's on. Such an uh. issue. Such a relatable issue these days. I like you have all these keys and like people just keep Ugh. asking you for them. I know. And then you find out that your wife is just reselling your keys on G2A, <laughs> and then you're like, I'm heartbroken. It's like that's, yeah. That's some tough shit. But yeah, that game is like. Uh, I thought that was your only, your only. That's game. definitely my main. My main shit. Your your, your uh, go to. My go to <laughs> shit. That's uh, great. And like th- for that, I'm like being super serious about development, like adhering to a code style, committing you your, you changes. Your, your GitHub milestones. I've got my GitHub uh, master and dev branches. Ooh. Uh, Whoa, get it. Uh, I've got releases. I'm, I'm still in the alpha phase. I uh, should be releasing zero point zero point three. Oh, Excellent. I should have done it like literally in December, but uh, I want to kind of like work on some of these maps. So, some hot looking maps. That, yeah, that's where I'm at now. Is, um, it, is it procedurally generated or you no? Got no. that authorial intent. What is this? Okay, procedurally generated maps are crabs. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Emily. You're welcome. That's my that's my <laughs> wisdom. Uh, <laughs> all right, I'm out. I'm gone. Yeah. And so that's the game that I need a name for. Uh, which you promised you would do. So. I, I did. What the video game? Yeah. Okay. There it is. <laughs> the there, video. There's game. your working title. <laughs> <laughs> and then I could sue everyone. Okay. Uh, and then my other game is uh, in the past week I've I was I've been kind of for a few months I've been kind of jealous of all of you Unity nerds and all oh. your entity component system stuff. <gasps> What's happening? So I went ahead and I oh. added an entity component system on top of Hexflexel. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Instead of doing the the, the logical thing of, and of switch to Unity, just, just stop learning. Play, making games entirely. So. Yeah. You're just taking the ba- the baby steps of not playing video games and then just not making yeah. them. Yep. So like every every step forward counts, right? Exactly. <laughs> You're in the 12 step program. <laughs> Gamers like, Anonymous. 
But yeah, so first step is admitting you have a problem. <laughs> oh yeah, I do. <laughs> but one. um, yeah. So for that, I'm just testing it out by trying to make like a a little game. I think I'm just gonna like clone Master Blaster. Oh, that's a good one. That uh, oh my gosh. I really wanted to make like a mech game because mm. you know. Yeah. Yeah. And, you, uh, know, you know. Mechs. Um, but I haven't touched into the breach. I haven't either. Yeah. Well. Yeah. What? So, What's your excuse? My excuse? Uh, I don't have money and time. Time is money. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I have double not money. It's bullshit. Uh, but so I was like, oh, I'm going to make a mech game. And one of my favorite mech games is Metal Warriors on SNES. Uh, where you like have this robot and you can shoot stuff, but you can like get out of it and walk around as a person. Mm. So I was like, I want to make something like that. And then I was like, I don't want to do walk cycles for all these mechs, so I'm going to make it a car. And then I started drawing the car, and I was like, oh, wait, this is Master Blaster. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm probably just going to roll with that. Wait, so what is Master Blaster? It is, okay, I'm, I'm going to explain like that. this. Will? Sorry to like interrupt you, but like Master Blaster was like, one of the first games I ever played on the NES. And it follows a very riveting story. He plays this guy, Jason, um, and he has a pet frog, but the frog runs away and then touches like nuclear radi- radioactive waste in Jason's backyard. And it falls down this hole. And Jason chases after the monster frog and then finds a tank under his backyard. And then you have this tank and you take off and you fight. It's like a Mega Man platformer, but you have a moving vehicle mecha tank and then you play as yourself and you have guns. Wait, you you play as the boy or you play as the frog? You play as Jason chasing after your pet frog that came in contact with radioactive waste and is now a monster frog. He's now a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. Yeah, essentially. It's like a Teenage Mutant Amphibian. (laughs) That's what they should have done. Teenage Mutant Frogs. Teenage Mutant then where Ninja would they frogs. get their shells from? You didn't but, think of that. But they don't need <laughs> shells. Why is this shell a prerequisite for being a ninja? Because in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3, they go back in time to feudal Japan, and they get confused for the mystical creature, the Kappa. Well, they're also teens, so they're like really shellfish. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be quit. on this podcast for the, the rest <laughs> of this hour, so bear with me. <laughs> Got to deal with these puns. Yeah. Uh, so you're making this. So you're making your your Leaf Man game. Yeah. And then you're also making your Master Blaster ripoff. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's basically to test out like this entity component nonsense. And then if it goes well, I might use it in future stuff. If it goes poorly, I won't. And if it goes really well, I might sort of refactor the Grass Dude game to do that. Too. That's always fun. Code refactoring is always cool. I, I, I like it. It's like very therapeutic to just say everything must be new. <laughs> I'm very worried about doing a huge uh, code refactoring on, on any of my stuff. Uh, my advice is don't worry about it, Dylan. You'll do perfectly. Oh, thanks. With not refactoring it or with refactoring Either way. It? I used to be like way afraid of refactoring just because I hate... Uh, the concept of wasting work and so i feel like i've done all this work and i'm like now i don't want to touch that work or else it'll be like i never did it mm-hmm. but sometimes work is just scrapping work you just gotta do what you gotta do yeah. G- gotta pull a da vinci 
Yeah, I yes. don't know what any of this is, but Da Vinci's cool. Chime, <laughs> <laughs> art students ready to chime in. Like, yeah. <laughs> code refactoring is just you're redoing code. Oh, okay. So it's like, if I were to equivalent each equal whatever just put it next to <laughs> painting it would be like doing another coat of paint uh yeah, it might be kinda. like removing some of the paint off the canvas oh like too. sanding it down first yeah and, okay yeah. yeah or like changing the color of a part of the painting yeah, yeah. it yeah. could right, be any cool. of that stuff it's basically like when you uh you've, you've written you've like determined like a paradigm or like a structure for your code mm -hmm. and then later on you you find out there's a more useful or convenient paradigm. And so you have to go back and restructure your code in such a way. So it might involve like major rewrites or it might involve just like cutting up a bunch of your scripts and making them interact. I've done that. Or a like bunch. when you were making your global game jam game, yeah. when you had like a variable that was just like timer and then you needed like three or four timers, yeah. Like you'd have to go through and like rename that one timer to like oh. something more specific or something. Yeah, like relink the structure and everything. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's cool. Like I heard like factorial or factoring and I was like, oh my god, math. Stay away. The so like something I had to do for like peak is uh I had to um a lot of a lot of the the, the components, a lot of the game objects in each scene reference scout in some way. Yeah, mm. because they compare like you know when this collides with with me, compare it to the reference I have to the scout object, and if those two things equal, then do something. So I have mm -hmm. that with like the game over collider, or like the level complete collider, or like a bunch of other stuff. And so I was constantly dragging and dropping scout into all of these things to complete the reference because mm. that's what you do in Unity. And eventually, and I kept redoing like scouts walk cycle or, or X, Y, or Z aspects of scout. Whereas like I had to keep redoing the references yeah. and you had to keep redoing the references for every scene. And then it's like, well, I'm just going to create like a level control object and then drag and drop the scout reference in there once. And then just have a function that calls that and pulls the reference for every other script that needs it. Yeah. And so like that, that was me refactoring that code into a more, convenient more logical way good job thanks great work dylan i did We're it very proud of you the game's done signed done. mom Ship and it. dad <laughs> <laughs> um so video games video games so will you're working on these just two are there any more secret games i mean i have another one, two of them at work right whoa uh, those are your html5 yeah children Ugh. Ah! Don't talk to me about that. <laughs> uh, I, I'm I'm so much like a parent because all my Flash games I hold such in high regard, and then my HTML5 games I'm just like HTML5 can go fuck itself. Yeah, put like it in it's, the garbage. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I, I have no horse in this race. <laughs> I mean, I use Emily's like with me on everything. Uh, yeah, so like this is great. I bet Alex would have been like, I don't know. I like HTML5. <laughs> oh, I don't know, guys. Like you know, Flash is deprecated now. HTML5 retire, bitch. Um, but my opinion on HTML5 is I edit web pages for work from time to time. Yeah. And it, it never formats correctly. I always have to go in and change like everything so to dumb. get it to do anything properly. Mm. And it's it's upsetting. I've never had issues that I could easily attribute to HTML5 with any web dev work. Mm. But maybe I'm crazy. Maybe you're just good at it. 
Maybe it's Maybelline. <laughs> it's good. It's good. I like this. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, so name for your yeah. gr- grassy man. Yeah. Uh, just a working title. That's all we need. Yeah. Um. It's, right now it's called Game 2017, which doesn't feel game appropriate. 2017. <laughs> IRL Con 2015. Just call it veganism or something. I don't know. Mm, that's good. Mm. <laughs> we gotta work. You gotta. You gotta work in that 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 blue harvest shit. It's gotta be like mm. green. Mean and green. Mean and green. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Mean and green 2017. You just mm. got to keep rhyming and then like eventually it'll be catchy enough that people are like, did you play Mean Green 2017 Machine? And they'll the be spleen like, yes. team? <laughs> we'll be seen. <laughs> um, but yeah, keep keep dreaming. Keep on trucking. <laughs> <laughs> I like all this this positivity coming I'm, from, from Emily's very, camp. Well, okay. Whenever I like go skating like it is one of like the happiest activities i ever do (laughs) so i'm always in like the best mood (laughs) after coming back from skating um especially because i learned jumps today and i like successfully landed a jump i'm like oh my god there's nothing not high at all like i can like bunny hop if i were to like get up and demonstrate it would be like yeah like like a couple inches i mean half a foot I did bring my blades, so I could go to my car and get them, but like, <laughs> I don't see any and we, point. And we, and we can see <laughs> what you got, Will. Yeah. Me? Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> I always think of like that screenshot from a 90s Disney Channel original movie where the guy has like Oakley's on and he's like, whatever, bruh, let's blade. And that's like <laughs> the attitude I'm always striving to be. Is this, <laughs> have you seen like the video of that old guy? blading and doing tricks around cones mm-hmm. wait is that an old got? guy yeah he's like really old looks oh. like, a like, like decrepit <laughs> he's like basically dying <laughs> it's, just, oh. it's just a corpse that's already <laughs> suffered from rigor mortis and they just like yeah. just throw it down a down a street at that point it becomes like really vaporwave if there's a skeleton <laughs> like rolling in between coats <laughs> that's really good there it's like the Kmart mixtape in the background like weird <laughs> um, that's a great image um, I should animate that um. yeah yeah um, but I guess like in regards to video games, um, I started playing the Splatfest yesterday. What's the, uh, is that the one with the two things that you have to decide? Yeah. You have to choose a team, yeah. choose a side. So context, Splatoon 2 is a family friendly team shooter from Nintendo, <laughs> um, for the Nintendo Switch. I have to give the background. Yeah, because I appreciate, um, it. I appreciate because it. of me, because I don't know. Yeah, Will doesn't play video games ever, so he needs to know. I honestly don't know why we have him here. So you play as <laughs> you play as squids that are also kids that shoot ink onto like surfaces. That sounds like that does sound kid friendly. Very sexual. It seems um, like they'd be kids that are sometimes squids. Yeah. No, no, they're they're like they're squidlings. They're like actual like squid creatures. They're like quids. Um But what which are they most? I think they're more kid or squid. I think they're more kid than squid. This sounds Thank like it you. needs to be a Splatfest um, event. But, <laughs> quid or squid. But Splatfest Oops. is really fun because you get to like answer a question and then like fight other people to the death 
on but like in a nice way because it's nintendo like every day can be (laughs) election time yeah (laughs) (laughs) um so this splatfest theme which side you can pick is uh did the chicken come first or did the egg come first so which is like the first one i've seen where it's like no one's got like real diehard opinions about this. <laughs> I do. The oh, egg I came have diehard opinions about this. So which one are you, which one do you have uh, your squiddling in? Okay, so like I there's a couple of reasons for my choice, but yeah. I am Team Egg. Me okay. too. Um, Me too. Because they did not specify whether or not it was chicken egg. So eggs came before chickens. Mm. Duh. Uh, okay, so the existence <sighs> the the. The concept of an egg, yes, in 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 nature, Prototyped. existed far before the a chicken. Yes, okay. and also like in order for a chicken to be created from evolution, yeah, like, that's what I'm talking it about. It has to like mutate in the egg to hatch into a chicken. That's a weird way to talk about evolution. Well, <laughs> like, has to mutate. Well, I mean, like, a, well, like has to grow a third t- eye. Over time eventually the line has to be drawn and something that wasn't a chicken is now a chicken gave birth to a chicken yeah and so that that chicken the new chicken's egg existed in the not chicken yeah it's science dude before that chicken came well i'm not arguing against this dylan the (laughs) egg came first god damn it dylan i i think about this question way more than it's probably normal for you now you don't have to so what's your answer spill it i mean i guess i'm team egg but thank you but the thing is i can move on how do we how do we make the the distinction when a chicken is a chicken we don't have to i mean you've made a you've made a solid logical argument yeah that like <laughs> the existence of a chicken this thing being a chicken well the means, question is hold, hold on let me finish wh- what <laughs> was the first chicken this thing being a chicken means that this chicken had to be oh born ergo the egg came first yeah which <laughs> makes logical sense like a chicken could not just materialize out of nowhere and be like i'm the first chicken i was like i am the virgin chicken <laughs> i'm the first chicken <laughs> i like i i was not i was not created i was not birthed i just came into being yeah. this, you can't big bang a chicken let this <laughs> <laughs> Popeyes disagrees. <laughs> Let this be noted that Dylan Elvento is the first chicken. <laughs> <laughs> the point is, is you know it happened, and you don't you don't need to know when it happened. Yeah, it just happened. No, yeah. I I agree. I make sense, but like, there's still that inkling in the back of my head. Is that like there has to be an ombudsman? <laughs> To be like, this is now a chicken. No, because so, so it doesn't like- matter where you put the slider. Of what is and isn't a chicken, it still exists. Okay, that's so, fair. So, Dylan, what you're saying is you need like an official referee on the the chicken committee yeah, to yeah. like blow a whistle and be like, they, "That is." They a come chicken. out with like you're those. wearing stripes. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> oh, that is true. I could I could be the ref. <laughs> they come out with those pincers that like measure like skull sizes and stuff, and they're measuring all the chickens' angles, and they're like, "Yeah, it's a chicken." Let's deep fry this bad boy. <laughs> Just Whoa, dunk it. It's bow time. <laughs> um, That's what I'm waiting for. I'm waiting for the Splatfest to get like super corporate and just be like about like oh we just we're just doing surveys now oh no which is tastier pepsi or coke okay so (laughs) actually in japan um one of the splat fests was mcdonald's fries versus mcdonald's mcnuggets that was one of the choices well fries of course i I don't know i'm mcnuggets all the way really yeah 
Again, I, well, I mean, like, I liked them when I was a yeah, kid. Yeah, I, li- I still like <laughs> look, them. Look, I'm just saying. This, this, this podcast is, is the birth of Nugget Math. It is, it is <laughs> no. the only source of where you can talk to one David Byers about the best the best bang for your buck. Look, but Nugget Math has been destroyed. We're living in a post-Nugget Math world. <laughs> late-stage Nugget Math. I, I don't even know what late-stage Nugget Math is, but okay. So it's like most of the Nugget wealth is possessed. A quick recap. By the top 1%. McDonald's used to have a two for 250 menu. Well, before I get into that, Let's say the McDonald's has the four-piece nugget, mm-hmm. the six-piece nugget, yeah, the ten-piece nugget, and then the twenty-piece nugget. Whoa! <laughs> I know. <laughs> so the twenty-piece nugget Whoa. they had wow. a sale. Uh, it was like five bucks for twenty nugs. Uh, five like, bucks for twenty nugs. Okay, that's pretty good. <laughs> like that's that's good stuff. Uh-huh. But then they came along with the two for two fifty mini. So. A six pack of McNugs, yeah, is was like two sixty nine. Nice, but on the two for two fifty menu, you could get any two items on that menu for two dollars and fifty cents. One of the items is a six piece nugget. Oh, so, so that's... you can get two six piece nuggets for less than the price of a one six piece nugget, and then you could get four six piece nuggets. That's twenty four nuggets for five dollars, <laughs> rendering the five dollar twenty piece nugget <laughs> meal obsolete. Wow! <laughs> so that's nugget math. Yeah, and, okay. then, and then what ultimately happened? And then they got rid of the two for two fifty menu. Well, that's because they were like somebody figured this out. <laughs> right? Where are all the nuggets? <laughs> There's nugget scarcity, and McDonald's corporate was freaking out. And no. so this guy came in with a whiteboard and was like, look, <laughs> if you just follow the math, you find out that on April 6, 2016, <laughs> we our nugget stock is depleted. <laughs> yeah. This is the, the nugget famine of 2017. Yeah. Okay. And so we're just in the middle of that now trying to get through it. <laughs> just trying to survive. I just really trying to get nugs you, where Will. we can. I really do. So that's why I'm team, team French fry. So maybe now you have a little bit more perspective into <laughs> what I'm. Is it fry man? What I'm up to. This is like a very serious <laughs> conversation. <laughs> now you know where I am in my life. Wow. So working on these two games. A, a better oh. perspective. And I'm buying Emily French fries. Respect. Yes, please buy Emily French fries. I w- that would be much appreciated. Um, is there is there a GoFundMe for this? Is there's it, an Indiegogo. <laughs> I, I fucked up. There's an Indiegogo. <laughs> no, Indiegogo is good because no matter how much is contributed, you'll always get it. Yeah, but if you don't get enough for fries, there's no fries. Well, I mean, yeah, maybe somebody would fries, be I'm... like, this is the stupidest campaign I've ever heard. I'm going to give it $5 and is then it, I have fries. Basically, it's the return of the potato salad yeah. Kickstarter. Yeah. So yeah. Ever, are you planning on sharing your fries? No, absolutely yeah, not. So. <laughs> Is you're that not even a question, a, Will? <laughs> you're not going to have a garden party um, where we all enjoy the fries. Where you all enjoy me eating the fries. Okay. Yeah. We're going to make a, a, a coffee competitor, but it's for buying <laughs> yeah, people yeah. McDonald's fries. For eyes. <laughs> it's like F-R-I.E-S. Yeah. <laughs> fries. <laughs> But that would be like Estonia redirect. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) Estonia type level. Fry dot Estonia. (laughs) (laughs) Um, 
but yeah, so Splatfest has been a lot of fun uh-huh. so far. Um, and recently there was a Nintendo Direct that like everybody lost their minds over. For which which part did you lose your mind over? Well, I didn't watch it, but I watched my Twitter feed. Oh, um, that's a good. That's actually a good way to watch it. They basically like screen capped the entire thing, so I I pretty much watched it. I did that with one E3 press conference last year. Oh, it was the Sony one, mm. and it's like watching a Twitter feed when everyone's watching one event yeah it's like a fever dream it's like <laughs> dipping your your finger into like this a stream of consciousness of like a hive mind yeah it's just like spider-man 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 god of war god of war god of war god of war that was like, like exactly what my feed was um when the direct was happening everybody was like smash 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 and i was like everybody trying to smash dang <laughs> like, just try to smash yeah um, but apparently the big news is that Pearl and Marina are getting like new costumes and a big April update and they look like Biggie Smalls and Tupac. Um, I didn't see yeah. that part. So <laughs> what? It's incredible. Was they that dressed, an Octo expansion thing? It's part of the Octo expansion. Okay. Um, but Pearl is dressed up to look like Biggie Smalls. Like she has the crown and the big medallion. And Do then, you think that'll be a splat fest? I hope so. I hope it's decide between that would Biggie be, or Tupac. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That would like be blood in the streets for the splat fest. Yeah. They could sanitize <laughs> it and just have it East Coast hip hop versus West Coast hip hop. Yeah. I'm pretty a Japanese game company <laughs> yeah. bringing down the the ultimate pole on hip hop. It's been settled, y'all. Yeah, um, but I'm I'm really excited for that expansion because I I love Splatoon as a game. It's a lot of fun and it's like it's a shooter I actually really enjoy playing because it's not about shooting. It's, it's about, about yeah. It's about like zooming around as a squid and like firing ink everywhere, which I'm like all about all about that ink yeah the um that octo expansion trailer they had was weird everybody who's like why i haven't watched it yet because everybody's like this weird trailer this one strange video (laughs) well it's it's like like i watched the the direct and then i watched giant bomb watch the direct Mm -hmm. afterwards and they made a good point of like nintendo likes to just like Make sure you understand every square inch of what they're trying to sell you mm-hmm. in a director E three press conference, and just you need to understand. You just need to understand it to the nth degree, and they uh, you get it. Nintendo, you need yeah. Ah, <laughs> but the um, but for that one, it was like they did the trailer for the Octo expansion, and then they had the voiceover like gameplay trailer immediately afterwards, mm-hmm. and they were both like five minutes long, and I was just like. You gotta, you gotta give me something. You gotta like just, just pick up the pace a little bit, yeah. So like, are you familiar with Splatoon at all, Will? Yeah, but like, are you familiar with the music? How it's yeah. like real? Would you call it techno? Like, what, what would you describe well, it as? The, the music alternates because Splatoon One had a theme of J-pop, which was like oh, okay. a really big thing with the two characters. I know a lot about this. <laughs> but, I'm, on, I'm ready. Um, so a lot of the themes and the music in that game was kind of like this dancey sort of Japanese influenced, um, pop sounds. And that's a little bit in Splatoon too, cause they kind of like take that influence from, um, the squid sisters who are the previous two, 
um, Splatfest people. But Pearl and Marina are supposed to resemble American pop stars, but it's Japan interpreting uh. American pop stars. So there's hi- there's more hip hop, there's more more rap, there's a little more um, like swing dance to yeah. the music. Um, and I actually really enjoy that. I think it's a lot of fun to like play on a map where like this upbeat dance track is like going on and you have like Pearl like Pearl's voice like rapping on the track behind it. It's really fun. Yeah, that's the part that's interesting to me is that it's like a lot of like simlish kind of stuff where it's like <laughs> it's, it's someone making some sort of mouth sounds over top of the music. Yeah. But, like they just played this and I like the music, but they play it over just this trailer of this Octoling, which is like the new creatures they have, just yeah. walking through like this abandoned subway train. And it just goes on and on and on and on and on. And it's not like it never hits any sort of specific tone because it's like kind of has some horror influences, but still has this very catchy doo-wop kitty kind of music over top. And I just I didn't know I didn't know what was going on. And then they're like Octo Expansion. It's more single player stuff and it unlocks stuff for multiplayer. I'm like, cool. Got it. Thank you. Why the giant ass preamble? <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess that's just to kind of like establish a little more story and, and environment in the game. Um, that would be my guess because I haven't actually seen the video yet. But um, the single player solo mode um, for Splatoon 2 is really good. Like it has like a pretty interesting story. The bosses are really fun. The stages are genuinely tough to play. Um, and I've had a lot of fun with it whenever I don't feel like doing the multiplayer. So. But um, man, they they ended it with a showstopper with that smash announcement. Oh yeah. Oh my god. It More was... importantly, did anybody in your feed mention anything about Wario? Oh no. yeah. Oh no. I think so. Yeah. I was like following the RVA game jams uh, Slack while everybody was watching it. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, oh, I don't care because I don't really play any of these games. Or like, any games. Yeah. Yeah. Period. <laughs> but then I was like, uh, uh, like uh, I guess it was like probably something on my like news feed on my phone or something was like, oh, a new WarioWare game has been announced. And I was like, do what now? <laughs> and so like I watched that Wario, uh, the uh, Direct and it's like the first thing in there. And I couldn't believe that nobody brought it up. Yeah, I I love WarioWare as a game. Um, it was one of my favorite GBA games as a kid. Uh, so when I saw that the character designs were updated and something was new, I was like, <gasps> um, Yeah. I've listened to Ashley's song probably way too many times on Smash Brothers for 3DS. Oh yeah, you're into you're into the Goth Girl. <laughs> yeah. It's just a good song. Yeah. It's just really. I don't know why. It's just I really like it. Uh, no, I mean, I'm excited for WarioWare. I never owned a WarioWare game. Really? Yeah. So it's good. The most WarioWare I ever played was Mega Micro Games, like a demo kiosk in Target. I literally remember doing the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, this is cool. I was like, I would like to play more of this game, and then never did. But no, uh, Jeff Kirschman, Giant Bomb, huge WarioWare fan. Um, he just tweeted, I'm just going to stare at this picture for like the next 12 hours, and it was just like the new sprite art for, for Wario. It's it's weird how they're still they're still supporting 3ds like I don't I forget which game it is maybe it's Luigi's Mansion but there's a game that's going to be slated for next year for 3ds so that's like yeah. they're, they're not abandoning it yet yeah I find it kind of weird because I don't play my 3ds anymore except whenever I want to replay Ace Attorney or um I want to use Flipnote 
which is that okay. yeah, the yeah. animation software. Do you follow uh, what's his name, Kiki? Kiki Flipnote. Uh, yeah, oh, he yeah. makes me so mad sometimes. He's so good. Yeah. Um, but well, I I love his work because he's a fantastic example of just the different ways you can use software to do animation on. Like Flipnote is like a super cheap accessible piece of software if you have a 3ds already to try animation with um and it turns the 3ds into kind of this portable sketchbook which is really cool for me um and a lot of people like kiki flipnote who uh just started animating on that and if they now like do professional work that's right yeah he uh, his art's amazing like when i stopped using tumblr i like he was one of the people that i lost and i was like I need I need to find out if he like does, has a Twitter account or anything. Yeah. Yeah. Twitter. <laughs> I follow him on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, I do too. He uh, on I feel, Twitter. I felt so bad for him though because he he because uh, he's French, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, he's French, and he uh, French animators. He did a he did an animation of the Ugandan knuckles when that came out, and he had no idea what it was. Oh, he was just no. like, oh, knuckles drawing, and so he like drew it, and people were like doing the quotes from the meme, and he's like, hi, I don't understand. And then, like a little bit later, she's like, "I am super sorry. I did not." And like, he he has kind of his English is pretty good, um, yeah. But it's still kind of broken when it's written out. Um, but he was just like, "I'm very sorry. I didn't know. I just thought it was like this goofy looking knuckles. Had no idea what it was associated with." Yeah, and that was kind of like I kind of fell into that too because I thought the drawing was really funny. Um, and then in like I watched the video a couple of times and then I was like, oh no, oh, yeah. <laughs> like this yeah. is not good. Yeah. yeah, a lot of people, a lot of people accidentally enjoyed that meme. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. I forgive, I forgive all of you. I'm, I'm, I'm glad. Thank, thanks, well, thanks for the forgiveness. Well, it's everybody. Oh, everyone forgives me. No, uh, no I forgive everybody. Okay, but what thank about you, me? Will. Yeah, you're in everybody, but I don't need a, you don't need to thank me for that or anything. Okay. Thanks. It's done. <laughs> the deed is done. <laughs> the deed has been done. But that Smash announcement, like, okay, Smash. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited for Smash. The way they announced it, though, holy shit. That was some dark-ass shit for Nintendo. Did you see it, Will? Uh, I skipped through it. it. It was at the very end. So, like, they do the Splatoon announcement, and then it ends with, like, two of the Squidlings fighting, and then the room just goes dark. And then, like, just light illuminates behind her, and she just turns around, and her eyes widen, and it's the Smash logo, like, set ablaze. And then Mario <laughs> and Link are just standing there, and just cloaked in shadow, like, you can't see their faces. And it's, like, haunting. The, the I haven't seen the trailer, but the only thing I've really seen that has made me, like, go, oh my gosh, this is great, was somebody photoshopped that you know I had to do it to him, guy's silhouette in like the back of the smash <laughs> roster not familiar with that so you know i had to do it to him is like this photo of a guy in a white shirt that's just standing with his arms crossed oh, on the sidewalk yeah okay <laughs> yeah i think wendy showed me this guy yeah, yeah it's yeah, one yeah. of my favorite um things on the internet recently because people like you'll like compliment something or be like oh man you did a great job and they'll be like yeah you know i had to do it to him i, I believe <laughs> like, i believe they're called uh memes yeah that's that's correct. Okay, cool. The the memebos. <laughs> the memebos. Speaking of memebos, <laughs> Will's not excited for for the Sunbro Mebo. Oh, that's right. Dark Souls is coming to the Switch. Yeah. Oh. I'm excited about that. Sure. Well, okay. Do you are you a big Sunbro? Do you like the Sunbros? Yeah. Okay. 
you you appreciate you can yeah you understand yeah. i mean it's it's a very lovely part of dark souls okay. is it one dude i thought it was like a yeah it's a guild. it's like a whole it's a uh covenant okay that's yeah, what i thought and they they just praise the sun that's like all they do and it's like super fr- it's like so like a lot of the people know dark souls is just like this oh it's so tough and everybody is so mean and the red people are gonna beat me up <laughs> but then like every once in a while you'll see like a golden thing and you'll summon somebody and they just help you and it's very nice yeah it's, it's the friendliest game yeah i like dark souls um because it reminds me a lot of like like it's basically like a really good piece of software where like it's your fault that if you mess up or make a mistake it's never really the game's fault it's the camera's like easy to move. It's like it feels good to walk around, and mm-hmm. it, like it's very accomplishing when you actually get somewhere. Yeah. Um. So I I really enjoy the game for that purpose, but I do hate it when like the red dudes show up. Yeah. And, like fuck you up. It's not. There's fun. like so. It's, I mean, it's just like the internet where there's like a lot of like shitty, toxic like trolls. But then there's also just like a you lot just, of people. You can just talk to me, Will. You just you don't have to <laughs> stay all the shit. Dylan makes fun of me <laughs> on the internet. On the internet and off the internet. But uh, but yeah, there's also a lot of like really great. There's like a really cool community around Dark Souls, and then also a really shitty community around Dark Souls. That's mm-hmm. yeah, that's true of a lot of video games in general, like um, Smash. Yeah. Yeah, fuck Smash players. I'm not I kind of like I used to love playing Smash Brothers um just with my brother like competitively and it was so much my, fun. My brother Smash. Yeah, but my brother come out Smash. Um but he like as soon as he went to college and like the GameCube kind of died, uh I was like, is there anybody else that wants to play Smash Brothers? And then the other people that played it were like very awful. You got a wave dash. <laughs> yeah. Look, I took the start button on my GameCube controller and shaved it down yeah. because I need to get my hand across the <laughs> the play map. Yeah, like I I went to like a Smash Brothers tournament like at like some local restaurant and everybody was like i hacked this wii to like give it optimum game balance performance and i was like i just want to play as roy i only play other (laughs) i only play project m yeah and it's like oh okay (laughs) i just i just want to have fun that's funny i didn't really see much of that like i went to super smash con which you'd think you'd see a lot of that kind of toxicity but i i mean obviously i wasn't in the tournament Right. So anything. So maybe it was more over there. But like everyone I saw that was, uh, that came over and played my game was pretty, pretty amicable. Um, should have, should have offered the opportunity for people to plug in their GameCube controllers though. People that did that, I was like, man, you guys are fucking smart. <laughs> <laughs> the thing about Smash Brothers that cracks me up though is like, I just imagine a Smash Bros game coming out in like maybe a hundred years. And then there will be people being like, "Can you put the GameCube controller? Like, can you still like, <laughs> can you still hook up with the GameCube controller? Like, up to that? Is there like an adapter?" <laughs> like, I don't know why people are like the GameCube controller is like the fight stick for Smash Brothers. It's like the ultimate tool. But I, I like the GameCube controller. I mean, yeah. I don't think it's like the end all be all controller, but people like in recent memory, I, more and more people have seen new shit on the GameCube controller. But I like it. I like I think it it's too. It's a terrible controller. Really? <laughs> yeah. Why? Because there's like a big button and then weird buttons around. <laughs> it's that great. Button. 
it's awesome but like the trigger feels so goofy yeah the triggers the yeah. triggers aren't great it's just shaped like dumb it looks like a big potato <laughs> like with handles on it it's like, a big potato it felt like nintendo is like we need a good controller for this next one and we really screwed the pooch on the n64 <laughs> and then somebody was like no the n64 controller was great and so like they like managed to shoehorn in some of like the goofiness of the <laughs> I, don't know, like, I like the, i like my giant a button with my little b button it's so convenient to rock and then my x and y little uh, circular pills curved pills I really, I like that the biggest improvement that Nintendo made was like, well, people don't have three hands. Yeah. So let's make this controller holdable by two hands. Like when they started it, they just like put a poster of like the human body on the wall and was like, okay, refer to this. And then they come back in like a day later and they circled both hands and a foot. Like, no, 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 no. And it's like, we got to start over. <laughs> it's back to square one. But yeah, I, I mean, like, I like the I like the look of the GameCube controller just because it looks funny and, like, it looks like something a kid would draw, which is cool. But yeah, it's it's a purple potato. Aside from that, I think it's a terrible controller. <laughs> that, that, that's, your, that's your working title, Purple Potato. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, but, uh... Anything else from that direct since we're talking about it? Well... Bowser's Inside Story. Anyone interested? Was that Mario and Luigi? Yeah, but that's a remake, isn't mm-hmm. it? It's another remake. What? Because uh, they, they remade Superstar Saga. Oh, okay. I I played the original Bowser's Inside Story, and I I thought it was a lot of fun. Um, I never finished it though, which may be a testament to I got tired of it after a while because mm-hmm. the dialogue wasn't as funny and the story wasn't as good as Superstar Saga. Um, and Are the, these Paper Mario things or the Mario and Luigi, the the portable uh, games? It's like an old RPG um, that the, is probably one of the funniest games I've ever played. It's like very uh, yeah, tongue basically the spiritual about. successors to Super Mario RPG. Yeah, and the spiritual predecessors to Paper Mario, aren't they? No, because no. Paper Mario existed beforehand, but they have the oh. same exact gameplay mechanics okay. and the As, same same goofs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then they merged them together for a game. Is it Mario and Luigi Paper Jam? I think so. Uh, so you played as Mario, Luigi, and then Paper Mario because they had like merged the Mario and Luigi universe and the Paper Mario universe together. Yeah. I only own. I only ever played Superstar Saga. It was way too hard for me for how old I was. Yeah. <laughs> I was like in middle school, and I'm like, "What is going on? <laughs> I don't understand." I um my favorite storyline plotline of that game is something that i i'll forever laugh with my brother about um is when the queen bean of mm-hmm. the bean bean kingdom it's so funny <laughs> like there's like the mushroom kingdom and then the bean bean kingdom and they're like in this feud uh, yeah <laughs> and that's like, the story they're neighbors and so like the game starts i think like i forget the conceit i think like peach's ship crashes in the bean bean kingdom or something like that yeah like mario and luigi start out in the mushroom kingdom and they have to cross the border into the bean bean kingdom (laughs) and the only thing on the border like these two koopa looking guys that are blocking it and you have to do this like timing based jump like like you would do in like a paper mario game Mm -hmm. it took me forever (laughs) to beat that part because i was an idiot child (laughs) and my hand-eye coordination had not developed properly yet so a little bit later in the game, um, the queen 
or it's not the queen. It's actually Mario. Mario gets sick. Uh, he ingests like an evil bean, <laughs> um, and the doctor diagnoses him with bean fever. <laughs> and like it's a really dramatic scene because the doctor's like, "In three days," and then he shouts, "He'll be a bean!" <laughs> like, I, I always like joke about that scene with my brother because like my brother will be like, "Oh." I'm not feeling so good. I'm like, you've got bean fever. <laughs> but, um, the the big plot line is you have to go into the the Chuckle Huck woods, right? Yeah, and I get Chocola Cola. Yeah, it's the cure for bean fever. <laughs> right, and then you fight like the brewmaster mm-hmm. for that. That was a weird fight. That was my favorite level because I was laughing so hard. Like you, you go through the the chuck the chocola cola reserve and you read about their history and like their brewing process <laughs> while you're trying to like fight enemies and get to the boss yeah all your all your like health <laughs> items like ended up being like some sort of like brewed bean drinks because mm-hmm. there was like a like a cafe that you would go back to mm-hmm. and that was like one of your like hub spots and you would make you know custom drinks that would be your like boost your stats temporarily or heal your health um and then they also had like mushrooms like from the mushroom kingdom in there as well all the items that you because there was gear Mm -hmm. were trousers and mustaches and gloves trousers hats and gloves i think was it but or mustaches mustaches yeah Yeah. okay uh which was just just perfect and mario and luigi speak italian to each other um (laughs) which is one of my favorite gags do they yeah, they do. They speak real Italian back and forth when they're conversing. Oh, uh-huh. like when they're pantomiming, like when there's no dialogue, it's just them. No, there is dialogue. They really? speak in Italian. If you go back and watch a long play, you'll see them like conversing with each other. I didn't. I don't remember that. I just um. remember Luigi being like, wow, <laughs> and like doing shit like that. Yeah, that's Italian, Dylan. <laughs> No, but um, I lost, if I, you, I've forgotten my roots. There were there were so many small details in that game that were so charming and just a joy to pick up and play. Even though it was really difficult, I always wanted to keep playing at it because it was, it was so such a stupid, quirky storyline of beans. Um, I really liked it. I thought that was like one of the most clever stuff. I just wish, I wish there was consistency. This is really nitpicky. I wish there was consistency between all of the, all of the canon. Yeah. So, like, you know, okay, Bean Bean Kingdom, that's cute and quirky. Like, why doesn't that show up in Odyssey? Right? Like, why isn't, like, I, and that's such a stupid hang up to have. That is kind of a. But, yeah, you're, <laughs> right, you're an idiot, Dylan. Pretty, that's way No, I'm dumb. not saying you're an idiot. I just think, like, it, if they had kept continuity throughout all the games, it would be like a giant clusterfuck. Sure. Yeah. Well, there's the timeline. There's the timeline <laughs> Time where Bowser Jr. wins in Super Mario Sunshine, and that turns into <laughs> Splatoon. Oh my god! Because all the all the ink monster people take over Delfino Island. Are you serious right they, now? No, this, this is why I hate video games. <laughs> <laughs> you ever seen that fake timeline? They made someone made a Mario timeline where like that was the split, and they were <laughs> and they were doing it to mock the Zelda the timeline. Zelda, yeah. It's like the the Pixar timeline where people like oh, zoom yeah. in on screenshots of like Moana. That's not even like a Pixar movie, but they're oh, it's Brave actually. I'm confusing my wood carvings, um, <laughs> but like there's like a carving of like Sully, and people are like this predated Monsters Inc. and like <laughs> oh, yeah. arranged all the movies in like this continuity. And I'm like, you know, it could also be like a joke. 
Yeah. Yeah. They always <laughs> like like in Monsters Inc. There's a Jesse doll in yeah. Boo's room mm-hmm. that she gives to Sully. Like they they always do that. And they're like, Boo is Andy's mom. <laughs> like, <laughs> 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 wow. I buy it. Yeah. Boo is Andy's mom. That's like a huge conspiracy theory. There's like a lot of threads on it on Reddit. If you want to ever go through that. <laughs> You know, I I'm not proud, but I do I do some pretty deep dives into random wikis every once in a while. Like once after we had our Transformers Gundam argument, uh-huh. I was like, I'm gonna go on the the Transformers wiki real quick. <laughs> let's get Emily's way in on this. Transformers or Gundam? Gundam, a hundred percent, absolutely Gundam. You're gonna bring Weeaboo guests on? Just, <laughs> <laughs> do you think they're they're gonna swing? <laughs> Wait till Ruthie's back from Japan. She'll definitely say Gundam. She'll definitely say Gundam, yeah. I mean, to be fair, there's a lot of mecha anime that's really bad. Um, Like Macross and Robotech is one of the worst shows I've ever watched. There's a lot of bad bad. Gundam, too. Yeah. There's some good Macross. There is? I mean, like, there's that one where the the lady has to sing. Oh, Minmay. Yeah, yeah. I really hate her, like... I really don't like her. I hate's a strong word, but she's I like that I like the animation in that though. Yeah, that's that's the thing. The the movie I hear is like very important for animation. Because it's super high budget or whatnot. Um but I, I cannot get past the story. It's, yeah, it's so hokey. Goofy. We were talking about that in Slack. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm taking my podcast back. We're not talking about this anymore. <laughs> yeah, Transformers is pretty just trash. It's, I don't know. I it's think it's okay. pretty good. I think it's, it's pretty good. It had the one movie that was like bearable. <laughs> uh, what are we talking about, guys? Um, what are we even talking about? How Transformers sucks. <laughs> it's true. Uh, You've been playing anything else, Emily? Um. Well, I always go back to my tried and true favorite, which is Ace Attorney. Um, the greatest franchise, um, I think that has ever been made. Um, are you, uh, are you, uh, uh, was it, it's Phoenix Wright and then who's the other guy? Phoenix Apollo. Wright and Apollo Justice and now Athena Sykes. Um, these are good names. They're so good. They're so good. Um, five and six, not as good, but one, two, three, four are incredible. Um, and they're going to port it to the Switch. There's rumors of that, and there's also rumors that there's a new Ace Attorney game coming out. So I'm very excited for that, you and I cannot wait. You play all six to ramp up to it? Yes, you can play all six right now on your mobile device. Uh, oh, they're so, all on, on phones? Yeah, uh, Ace Attorneys 1 through 4. I don't know about That's 5 that. and 6. Got released on iOS and Android. Who, who makes them? Capcom. Oh, wow. So they are one of... Like I always replay them endlessly, even though they have the same fixed story. It's it's so good, it's so clever and hilarious that like I never get tired of them. So if you haven't played them, like you need to. They're good. Hmm. I mean, but they're no Detective Pikachu. <sighs> Does Detective Pikachu really have that voice? Yes. It's so good. What does it sound like? I was just skipping through the direct, and it and it landed on him like. <laughs> tripping up or something and being like oh <laughs> no it's not like he doesn't sound like that he's, he's just kind of like gruff he's like i'm gonna figure out this case oh come on kid why not just have danny devito voice detective pikachu i don't know he's probably busy with ollie sunny or something i was really interested in the game when somebody did like a super cut of 
Danny DeVito as Detective Pikachu. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't deny it. I don't know why they cast Ryan Reynolds as Detective Pikachu for that movie they're making, but what? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, but uh, no, I'm so down for a a game in the Pokemon universe that's not just capturing Mons. Yeah, like when they're hanging out in the city, like that's a really that's some cool shit. Like I'm I'm all about this. I'm down for any game that throws a murder mystery into the mix, honestly. Down for murder. So, <laughs> like, you could be, like, playing PUBG, and there would be, like, a white outline, <laughs> and it would, like, the game would switch it's like into, like, detective players, mode. players, and then it says 74, and then everybody stops to find out <laughs> Who killed what happened. 70 player, yeah. That would have been so cool. That would be a better game, <laughs> yeah. legitimately. Like, vast improvement. It would be, like... That's kind of... Hmm. P-I-G. <laughs> there, there you go. Hey, have you guys been playing Pig? <laughs> <laughs> Player really unknowns, Detective Battlegrounds, <laughs> Pudgy. <laughs> the uh, <laughs> you call him Pudgy. <laughs> I w- I like the uh, the multiplayer in Assassin's Creed Brotherhood. Uh, it was it wasn't really like investigative, but you had a target, and then you were someone else's target. Oh. So it was this cool kind of like y- you want to figure out who your target is but you then want to avoid uh calling yourself out and your your pursuer discovering you it was this cool turing test thing where you wanted to pretend to be one of the ai people and you're just randomly like i'm gonna stand up now i'm going to casually walk over here and pretend to be an ai then i'm going to pretend to talk to this crowd uh and there are just a bunch of actions mapped to buttons that you could do all this stuff and then as soon as someone assassinated someone else everything went to shit it was just like that's my guy and then he just runs and there's just this conga line of people trying to murder one another wait what game is this the multiplayer for ac brotherhood oh that's wild yeah you were randomly assigned like a character model mm-hmm. and then you were like in this patch of area in like venice or wherever and you would like casually run around because the goal was they would give you like the face of your target. And so you would have to find out who they is. And then there was like a, a beacon of like, you're this, you know, a, a hot cold map. You're like, you're this close to them. Oh, okay. Um, so you have to assassinate a mystery person, but also not be assassinated by. Right. Okay. And you have to figure out who your target is. Like, you know what they look like, but there's hundreds of copies of them mm-hmm. um, mixed in with the crowd. So you have to like look. It's kind of like Spy Party. It's like you have to figure out yeah. which one's the the real player okay. by like are they going to do something like erratic? Like that person's walking too fast, or like they're they're, they're not following like what seems like a normal or like they were just trying to like walk forward and then they like bounced up and clinged to a wall. Right? Whoa! Yeah. <laughs> like they're trying to interact with the crowd and then they accidentally like cut the rope on the pulley and then launched themselves <laughs> into the onto the roof. It was a cool game. It was cool. Mm. Uh, still not my favorite Assassin's Creed. Huh. That goes to two. Ugh. I've never oh, played. Oh shut up! You don't play video games. You don't know <laughs> not what. Not a fan of I've Assassin's Creed. Never played Assassin's Creed, but I remember that there was a little kid in the game store one day trying to get his mom to buy him Assassin's Creed, and the mom was like, "Does this game involve killing anyone?" <laughs> And the kid was like, no, you just assassinate people. (laughs) It's different. (laughs) And I was like. Good save. (laughs) But um, she almost bought it for him. And then she like looked at the box and it was like M for like gore. Mom, it's not manslaughter. It's (laughs) 
first degree murder. Premeditated. <laughs> it's fine. Um, I just, I thought it was one of the funniest things I'd witnessed. Like, just a kid, like, the case he was making. I was like, well, it's pretty compelling. <laughs> like, <laughs> She's got a point. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but anything else? Have you been playing anything else besides Ace Attorney and uh, Splatoon? Um, well... Oh my gosh, Puyo Puyo Tetris. Still? Yes. Still on that Puyo Puyo kick? Oh my god. I... Okay, so the learning curve in that story mode is like... Do you know how to clear a row in Tetris? Great! What? Try clearing two rows at once. Wow, you're getting really good. Now take on the number one ranked player in the world. Like... <laughs> <laughs> and win. You got this. Like, you got this figured out. Because, like, I'm at this one stage where I got, like three back-to-back Tetris clears. Like, three, four in a row, back-to-back. Damn. And I still lost. Like, the dude, like, T-spinned his way. (laughs) Like, this is a computer AI. Just did all this footwork and then shot it all back at me. And I was like, I'm gonna win. I can't believe I'm gonna win. And then I lost. Wow. And I spent the rest of the night just being like, I fucking hate video games. <laughs> <laughs> um, but this like, bullshit. Yeah. I was like, that was the closest I ever came was getting like that triple Tetris combo. And I was like, no one can like recover from this. But the computer was like, guess again. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I honestly think it's like completely unfair that I had just beaten a guy who was like, he was tough. Like, it was a good match. And then I have to take on this insane, like, AI now. And it's... I'm getting a lot better at Tetris, but at the same time, like, I don't know how much better I can get. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know how much more I have left in me. <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> like, where's the ceiling? <laughs> and there's people who have, like, who've won against him. Like, my friend Liz is really good at Tetris. Um, And she beat him by getting, like a back-to-back Tetris and then a T-spin. Um, which, if you don't know what a T-spin is, that's like spinning a T-piece into a really, like, really small crevice and, like, rotating it after the piece has already landed. Yeah, so very it's, rapidly. It's like an advanced technique. Um, and it lands you a lot of extra points um, that go over to the opponent's side. Um, but Wait, they recognize T-spins as, like, a... They recognize T-spins. So if you clear more than one row with a T-spin, it sends over, th- like, four rows of garbage blocks. It's equivalent to a Tetris clear. Interesting. So it's actually a lot more strategic to do combos of two-row T-spin clears than back-to-back Tetrises. So Wow. A little bit of strategy. <laughs> um, Put that in my pocket. <laughs> yeah, so if you get back-to-back T-spins, that's devastating. Um, and very difficult to recover from. But setting up a T-spin, you have to like intentionally fuck up your board. Right, like, you because have you to have create to make a bunch that of holes. Specific space. Yeah, so it's it's very difficult to set up intentionally. Um, I've only been able to do it when I've like recognized the pattern and like saved a piece to put in there. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So high level Tetris play scares me. Yeah, and like that's why. <laughs> This, legitimately. this stage I'm, I'm on in the story mode is only like halfway through the game. What? And I'm like, if he's That's this bullshit. good, like how the hell am I going to get through the rest of the game? Call him bullshit on that. Yeah. So I've been like every, like I'll get home from work. I'll try it like a few times. I'll do like three attempts and then see how close I get. <laughs> and like I keep getting better and better at like building the patterns, but 
like like I said, there's only so much good I can get at the game. I want a training montage of Emily getting better at yeah. Tetris, oh, like God. putting a headband on and then like chugging like a glass of like jelly Tetraminos. <laughs> like Soylent or something. Yeah. <laughs> you could train with uh, Andy, Andy Bowers. I know. I need to actually like... I was like, Andy, I need like your wisdom because he's he's like actually gift. ranked in Tetris. So I I need his like teaspoon wisdom to like wreck this dude because <laughs> this he gets on my nerves so much because I'll get like a sick combo and my my board's almost clear. I'm nice and neat. And then the guy on the other side will be like, Tetris, Tetris. <laughs> and, like, oh, the call outs from like the, <laughs> the announcer. It's just like Tetris. <laughs> yeah. Just like I'm at, I like start panicking and I'm like ah trying to arrange the pieces because the garbage blocks that the computer makes they like break it up in such a way that you can't get like multiple line clears to clear yeah. the garbage. But whenever I send pieces over, it's like here's this nice hole four rows. Uh. They can automatically send back a Tetris. You with. got this. Don't worry about it. It's just a friendly little competition. And I'm like, this feels very rigged. <laughs> I uh. Man, I've never gotten more angry at a game that uses such friendly yeah. sound effects. Like when the garbage yeah. blocks come, it's just like, Roop. <laughs> and you're just like, <laughs> yeah. I you can turn the voices and the sound effects off, but when I've done that, I've actually missed a lot of cues for like how the opponent's doing because you you can't really pay attention to their screen. So I have to listen to like their stupid catchphrases of like. You cheater. <laughs> like, like the dog guy is like just that. like, uh-oh. Yeah. Um, and also, I really like playing as the goth girl because she has a voice that's like, whatever, <laughs> like when she sends blocks over. But she says this one phrase that always cracks me up. It's when you get like a like a double combo of a three-line clear or like a three-chain in Puyo Puyo. She goes like, Zodiac. <laughs> she, says, <laughs> she says it with like such vocal fry. <laughs> I'm like, whoa. That's beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Zodiac. Yeah, Zodiac. <laughs> like, I love it. Yeah. Um, but Puyo Puyo, that side is going fine. I kick everybody's ass. Like, it's only the Tetris battles that I'm like, <laughs> on... So I'm I'm hoping that once I clear this like impossible level, there'll be like nothing but Puyo Puyo. So I can like be Stella and get my groove back. Nice. I should I should get back into Puyo Puyo Tetris. Yeah. Yeah. I need to hone my skills. I need to like play with a bunch of people that aren't this stupid, ridiculous grandmaster AI. <laughs> like it's ridiculous. <laughs> Have you been playing anything else? Uh well, I've been studying how to play the most classic of all games, which is chess. Um, because I I drunkenly challenged somebody to chess. That always oh. goes well. <laughs> I, I probably shouldn't have done. Um, because <laughs> because I like I only really have played checkers. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing. Just like, yeah, just play yeah. like checkers. <laughs> So <laughs> just a pawn hopping yeah. across the board. Yeah. So I read up on like the basic rules um, on like how to play it. And I practiced like a couple of things that I had no idea that you could do. Like you can move a pawn up two squares instead of one. And I had on no idea. First you could move. Do that. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, what? So that was cool. Have you heard of castling? Uh, yeah. Uh, I just uh, learned about that. Uh, um, I love that. 
That's not like... If it's in the rule book, it's not cheating, Will. <laughs> There's no rule book for chess. Yeah, because everyone knows it. It was I like just... invented in dinosaurs. I really like the algebraic notation for king castling because uh, it's like a face with bugged out eyes. It's like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> It's like it's like capital O hyphen capital O. So just imagine that. Have you ever played really bad chess? Uh, I really want to. It seems right up my alley because I don't actually like regular chess that yeah. much. But really I, bad chess. What is good. really bad chess? Oh. Is it just really bad chess? Can I, <laughs> like, yeah. can I explain it? Take it away. Right. It's, uh, <laughs> who made it? Zach Gage. Yeah. Um, what is he? What else has he worked on? Uh, has he worked on something like? Relatively well known. Yeah, a bunch of stuff. Like what? Give me an example. Do you know? Uh, God damn it. Well, anyways. Ridiculous fishing. No, really? Ridiculous yeah. fishing. Uh, I feel like 8,000 people have worked on ridiculous fishing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Keep hearing more and more people having worked on that game. Uh, really bad chess is basically chess, but the pieces you're assigned are randomized. Uh, so it's to, and I, are you and your opponents have the same random pieces? Or is it random? I think it's random, one? random. Okay. Uh, so it's just basically the problem with chess that I find, the same problem you find with Smash or Puyo Puyo players, is that like, you know, it's not easy to to match make yourself against other chess players, especially yeah. if you're starting out. And I feel like this is more to level the playing field. So if you're really good at chess, you mm. still have like somewhat of an advantage but not as much as you do in regular chess because really bad chess is just like oh got my players it's 12 pawns cool yeah and my opponent got 12 kings so uh this will be interesting i think you would have an advantage yeah i think you would right, too because the, well because the king can only move one space but the king can move in any direction yeah, um, but they're all like, if yeah, there's 12 of them, that's not matter. a lot of elbow right, right, 12. It doesn't matter <laughs> if you take a pawn, but you end the game if you take a king. No, I think. If, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what the how. Checkmate. Checkmate, Jalen. Uh But just stuff like that. It's just randomized chess, uh, which I think I would like way more. Because, yeah. man, I don't fucking care about your opening moves and, and all yeah. that shit. I mean, I guess it's like a very anime game because like oh, the opening that. moves have like announcing titles yeah. so don't you can be like i am doing the english attack <laughs> like, <laughs> i forget like yeah. the names but like they have like very specific like nomenclature for like strats so it, it's a very anime thing you just need yeah. to announce your attack as you put the chess piece down there's gonna is there any chess anime there probably will be. No, god damn it. We're not going back down this fucking road. <laughs> Dylan, sure what did you be. think when you invited me and Will on this podcast? I don't know. I thought we were going to talk about video games. We're talking about anime and video games. That's yeah. No, we can't do that. That's not That's not legal. That is banned in, so check and in 48 states. Check What's anime. really fun about saying checkmate to people when you're playing chess is like, you can just move any piece and be like, checkmate. And like... <laughs> for one second that other person's like fuck what <laughs> <laughs> or it's someone that's like super in the chest and they just get super infuriated because yeah. they've just oh, been man. watching every decision you've been making you're just like checkmate <laughs> you're fucking that's not how the game plays so you know of a sport this was um slightly off topic um that's fine chess boxing what that's a real sport what um so how it works is 
this was on okay i watched this as a special on nickelodeon games and sports okay and i was a kid <laughs> hosted by mark summer <laughs> okay. um, yes um, so it can't be as violent as i'm imagining it. <laughs> no so chess boxing is an officially sanctioned sport where uh you have two boxers that do one round of boxing and then after that <laughs> round they set up a tiny table in the middle of the boxing ring and play like a couple minutes of chess and the game ends when somebody gets checkmate or the other person is knocked out and can't box anymore. <laughs> I like how those are the the the, the win states. Yeah. <laughs> Except like I imagine it gets harder to play chess. Yeah, that's, I think one. that's the point though. That's the point. Yeah. Is it's supposed to be like it's like Puyo Puyo Tetris in that it swaps the game modes. Like so you have to switch your mindset when playing. Yeah, but so I don't, I don't even get a concussion the, yeah. when I play Puyo Puyo Tetris. <laughs> Yeah, but it's I I think it's kind of fun. And they interviewed like one professional chess boxer, and he was like, "Yeah, I like that. It's like a combination of brains and brawn." And I was like, <laughs> "Wow, this is really nice." <laughs> I'm waiting for the HBO documentary on, on chess bikes. boxing. Well, you have the, <laughs> the, the you, you have the Nickelodeon gas documentary, My which is just Jeff as good. With a G, and I'm here talking. I'm I'm in Arkansas, United States. Here to talk about chess boxing. <laughs> go deep into the underground chess boxing arena where Jeff just threw his match. <laughs> God, that's some that's some underground, <laughs> some seedy chess boxing. Well, uh, Vice News is going to be on Train Jam this year. Oh, really? Uh, <laughs> which is really weird. Uh, well, also, so is like a, a team of uh, media molecule people that apparently want people to try making a game using their new game. Dreams? Uh, oh, they're like little big planet, but not. <laughs> like, I don't know. I feel like is it called Dreams? Their new game? I don't know. Uh, I feel like their new game seems really cool. Um, you know, the, people keep promising the game that can also make other games, and you know, with like Little Big Planet or Project Spark, which was that Microsoft thing uh, that died. Where the coolest thing about that game is that you could put Conquer in it. Um, and I feel oh. like I feel like the closest thing we've got. Yeah, Mario Maker is probably the closest but thing. The we've best got. one. Yeah. WarioWare DIY. That's a good one. I'm into that one. Out of all of them, it's the only one that succeeds. <laughs> of all the WarioWare games? No, out of all the games of making games. Okay. The games on games. games the meta on games. Games on games. Uh, but yeah, that's, there's going to be so many other <laughs> cooler people than me on Train Jam. You could be like, <sighs> what's the. Uh, 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 would you like to talk to Vice News? Uh, 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 uh. You can be so, that guy on the train that's like, "Yes, I'll make my game in your whatever. Yes, I'll drink the Mountain Dew." <laughs> so here's what you need to do, Dylan. So you need to um, you need to get the Quad City DJ song, and you need to get a Bluetooth <laughs> speaker, and you just need to endlessly loop. Come on, ride the train. And right. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say, "Come on, let's jam." Oh yeah, welcome that's you. To welcome, welcome to "Come on, let's slam," and welcome to the jam. I need those. I need those uh, remixes that yeah. Alex has. Hey, you! What you gonna do? Uh huh. The the Ao Watomi Doso version is probably the best. Well, so there is one that mixes the train song with <laughs> the slam jam song. Ah. So you need to play that one. That's, but also the Fist of the North day Star. Way, that's me, but anyway, <laughs> that that song, right? That's what we're talking about. That train song, huh? Meet Virginia. Whoa. Oh no, no! Please, no actual train. Like. <laughs> 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 
Um, yeah, so Train Jam's coming up, Will. Are you excited to do Train Jam? I'm very excited. I just want to make video trains. What are you, just... you going to cheat? <laughs> what does that mean? Are you going to cheat on this jam? How how does one cheat <laughs> can you, on the jam? Can you hijack the train jam? <laughs> <laughs> just, just pull can the emergency brake? Can, can you ride up on a horse Keanu. and do it like a Wild West train hijack? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like speed? Yeah. There's never a speed on a train. They're not yet. Oh, no. <laughs> this is what that Vice videotaping is going to be of. Yeah. <laughs> What's that new... the uh, um. Clint Eastwood movie, 1510 to Paris. Oh, yeah. Gonna, oh, it's not like 310 to Yuma or whatever. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, I think that's what's... grouped sp- in with that <laughs> group of movies. I think that's what's spoofing on. Um, no, yeah, I'm excited. I, apparently, Adriel has been talking on the Train Jam Discord about how uh, we need to be careful about using too much electricity because in the past, people have been uh, blowing... Blowing up the train? No, yeah. They've been blowing up the train. No, they've been tripping the breaker box and the power gets cut to specific cars if people are like daisy chaining power strips together or oh. even or even plugging power strips into the train outlets. She's just like, because people like can't bring power strips, she's like, it's fine. Just like, don't like double up on power strips on a single outlet because it's going to blow it. And then... The phrase she used, we have to hunt for an Amtrak employee to open up the breaker box to turn the power back on, which then just puts in my head that this is just going to be like fucking Snowpiercer. <laughs> and we're just like trapped on this. <laughs> trapped s- on the train. The speeding train. And we just have to f- survive by whatever <laughs> means necessary. Except you'll be going left. Dylan, just bring nothing but gamer fuel. Mountain Dew, Soylent, and Doritos. You could just get Mountain Dew and Dorito flavored Soylent. I just I, yeah. I worship the one true I king, agree. the Dorito Pope. <laughs> Praise be unto him. The Dorits. No, the yeah. Gre- oh, greets to the Dorits. I'm very proud of that one. <laughs> Emily's over here just workshopping episode title. <laughs> but yeah, um, I kind of want to lightly touch on uh on GDC because that's where I'm gonna be. Oh, for the foresee, <laughs> for for foreseeable future of me. Yeah, <laughs> she's got it. Um. Yeah. Um, well, G. Yeah. Um. D C. <laughs> well, is gonna be my first GDC. You want some advice? Yeah, give me some advice. Just play Don't, video games. Just like hide in your hotel room because there's gonna be a lot of famous people. <gasps> Don't want to talk to. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to want to talk to anyone. I don't think there is any good advice for GDC. <laughs> <laughs> I think what you need to Shrug-a-modicon. do is drink a lot. Uh-huh. And then like sneakily hand off business cards like it's a drug deal. Like oh, shake yeah. somebody's hand but have the card in your hand and be like Psh. <laughs> do I do I have to say Psh, yeah. Yeah. When I give it to yeah. him? <laughs> my my bigger concern is that I'm going to be I'm going to be given a business card from a Japanese developer and I'm going to be super disrespectful accidentally because I didn't oh. dedicate the proper amount of time to their business card. So here's what you need to do. You know how to like accept a Japanese business card, right? You like you look with at both it, right? Hands. Yes, yeah. you take it with both hands and, you and then you it. look at it and then I think you bow or maybe I don't know if you do or not. Maybe that's like an introduction thing. Um 
And then you have to do whatever dance is printed on the card. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so it'll like, you'll get the card, you'll study it, and then you'll flip it over and it'll be a picture of a dab. <laughs> <laughs> I can do that one. Basically like the new Wario <laughs> And there's that is a micro that is definitely a micro game <laughs> that would be a really cool convention for uh uh business cards a new like convention not like a gathering but like a right like a, a paradigm yeah a paradigm <laughs> a new paradigm paradigm business card. you know what are you doing for business cards uh, i got i got i got them printed out they're they're nice they're stylish i used moo.com i like their cards should have done zines nice. but then i gotta carry around like a hundred zines and you gotta be like check out my zines yeah i feel like felix kramer has already had the best business card idea and so it doesn't even matter because they already figured it out is that is it gold no yeah it's just gold bullion (laughs) (laughs) and then and then etched in it just says lego butts oh nice uh felix brought one year um a suitcase full of lego minifigures just body parts and then uh, they would go to events and lay the suitcase down mm-hmm. and prop it open and then like on the top side of the interior was just it just was printed Lego butts and then people would just come up and could make their own minifigure and take it home with them. That's pretty good. And that was it. And I'm like, God damn it, that's the best idea. I'm so upset. So what you need to do instead of business cards is take mini posters of Ready Player One. <laughs> <laughs> and them out at the convention. <laughs> no, but no, I just need to do like the the Ready Player One concept. It's just going to be a bunch of video game covers, mm-hmm. but I'm going to Photoshop myself into them. Yes. So this could be like Mega Man One of like the really ugly Mega Man, but it's going to be my face. It's going to be it's going to be Bioshock Infinite, but instead of Booker, it's going to be my face. So uh, you'll I be like, you're going to say instead of Hey guys, Big Daddy and Little Girl, it's a Big Daddy and a Little. Girl. <laughs> <laughs> that would also work. Do you remember Bioshock? Yes. Do you remember Dylan Olvento? <laughs> yes. Yes, from Bioshock. I yeah. remember now. How can I forget? At Bioshock. Hey, Dylan, it was nice talking to you at, at GDC. I I have no idea what GDC is other than it's a San Francisco conference, which means it's expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, but it seems like everybody who goes to it comes out a changed person. It's like it's like a Will glumly shrug. So yeah, I guess I guess he got some life changing yeah. event happen there. Yeah, I um, I'm like three grand less richer. So I I'm technically like a fake game developer. I don't think so. Yeah, I think you're well, real realer than real, realer than me. Well, I did make a game, so I guess that does officially make me a game developer now. It counts. Um, but there's like an equivalence to GDC in the animation world, which is called NAB or NAB. Um, national. Yeah. <laughs> That's the dance, right? It's the it's national the animation. It's like National Bureau. Association of Broadcasting or something. Oh. Wait, I thought uh, SIGGRAPH was the big. Well, that Seagraph is the big one, but that's moved a lot over to 3D. Uh, Nab is Nab is like all encompassing. It's like the advertising side of Seagraph. Got it. Um, so commercial 2D After Effects spinning logos, uh, (laughs) puppy videos on phones. Um, but that is being held in Vegas in April. Vegas, baby. Are you going? I might be going. Yeah. (laughs) So I might. I can report back with how Nab is as well. Neb. 
The, um, uh, you don't have any tips for me? Yeah. Uh, say hi to uh, say hi to Leaf Cochran. Oh, is he going? I don't know. He, I think he lives near there, and so he'll probably be there. Oh, it's Amos that lives in Europe. Yeah. Famous Amos? Yeah. He's like pretty famous. <laughs> <laughs> He's super famous. Okay. <laughs> the, uh... I'm that's, just that's that's the best thing I ever did at GDC. Just talk to hang out with him. Yeah, mm. I don't even know what he looks like because his friggin' his Twitter profile image is like him as a kid or something. Yeah, I don't know either because I haven't seen him in a while. But I know what Spencer Hayes looks like, so maybe I'll run Spencer Hayes and be like, "Hey, you could talk to them about game theory." Yeah, and be like, "Time for some game theory." How that's that's just a theory. <laughs> what's what's the deal with the A button? <laughs> like, <laughs> Let me tell you about a quarter A press. <laughs> I can't wait for the next Splatfest to be half A press versus oh not half A press. No. I've only been editing this video for 12 hours. <laughs> no. Okay. Yeah, but so I'm going to GDC. Congrats. Uh, so, yeah, I'm excited. Doing train jam, leaving uh, Subway. Eat fresh. I don't like Subway. Yeah, but it's like the only thing that's like pretty cheap and not crowded. What about Chipotle? Chipotle's way crowded, but it's still cheap. But I can order it on my smartphone and just go and grab it. Yeah, but you know who also has that idea? 5,000 other game developers. I just want to eat burrito bowls. And I, and I like Chipotle I way more than them. I just want to eat burrito bowls. <laughs> You'll do it. So come at me, bro. Uh, there's also like a lot of other stuff that you can do in San Francisco. There is a there's a Japan town. That's a good place. There is a bookstore there that has like a whole floor of manga. Are you talking about Kinokuya? Yeah. I love Kinokuya. Stop it, you two. God damn it. That's really cool. Don't bring this shit off to this podcast. Hey, I was able to get a lot of good Ghibli soundtracks from that store. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I was about it. They have some crazy good art books. They also played Snow Halation while I was in there, so I was about it. I would say you should go there, definitely. No, Japantown's just cool to go to. How far Uh, away is that from Moscone? I think it's just down Market Street. Okay. But it's pretty far down. There's also this one cool store I went into when I was in San Fran. Um, or SF as the locals so tell you not to call it. <laughs> Frisco. <laughs> um, as the Frisco melt. Um, <laughs> so it's it's called Free Gold Watch. Um, but it's full of nothing Your but father pin, pinball sheets. <laughs> <laughs> it's got nothing but pinball and it's it was a really cool store to go in but they do like airbrush tees as all right, well as all right. pinball that's like is it on the sell. water because i feel like that that's like a exclusively like shops like that are exclusively like boardwalk yeah oceanfront it might be but it was close to japantown if i remember right okay and it was just like it had a picture of a gold watch it didn't really have the name of the store but it had like really old pinball machines and it had this really cool Wizard of Oz one that was all rainbow, and it like blew my mind when I played it. <laughs> that sounds good. Yeah. I don't know how much time I'm gonna have to explore San Francisco proper because like, uh, I mean, I'm leaving. I'm I'm leaving San Francisco the Sunday after GDC. So so I'll have time. You have Saturday and Sunday. Don't then. right. Yeah. Go to GDC. Just yeah, go to San Francisco. There's a lot Francisco. of other cool stuff to do. Uh, I'm pretty sure I've told you about the Musée Mécanique. Yes, I believe you brought that up. Definitely go there. 
They have video games, so it's GDC. Say what? Uh, the, you should check out uh, the beach. There's an actual beach? Dip your toes in the water, yeah. There's a couple. Got feet in two oceans. My favorite beach Both is feet. one called China Beach, because I don't think anybody goes there because it's kind of shitty, but nobody goes there, so it's great. So it rules, yeah. Isn't uh, Pacific water like frigid? It's it's a little frigid, and also the waves are very choppy in the Pacific. I don't know if it has to do like with wind patterns or anything, but if you try surfing there, it's a little more difficult than I think East Coast or Hawaii. So interesting. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll definitely look at. <laughs> I'm definitely gonna go to the ocean and be like, "Whoa, the sun's going that way. Yeah. The sun's going into the water." <laughs> China Beach is also cool because it's kind of like it's not in the the bay. But it's sort of like at the inlet, I guess, to the bay. So you can see like the other coast and some cool. Like, you can see North Bay boats, and there's like some cool. I'm glad you stuff. reenacted the boat sound. <laughs> uh, I have a lot of stuff set up. Um, there's a uh, uh, ruins of an ancient bathhouse. I don't think it's ancient, but they are ruins. <laughs> it's at least. It's at least five 50 years, years old. old. <laughs> yeah, before like a microbrewery got built on top of it or yeah, something. There's the house that is on the cover of Blue Oyster Cult's Imaginos, I believe. Whoa. Uh that's the other BOC. Is that in is that in yeah. <laughs> is that in Hate Ashbury? No. There's also Hate Ashbury though. And that's worth checking out. I would it's check that out. Like hippie Carrie Town. I'm a big I'm a big dead fan. Are you really? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a dead head, but I'm a I'm a I'm a dead fan. You're like a, a dead I'm neck. A dead thumb. <laughs> dead neck. I'm a dead neck. Oh my god, that's such a good oh my god. Dead neck. That's pretty great. But no, that's a cool place. It's really weird because like everything's like way expensive and oh, you yeah. Like, it's like, oh, like 60 years ago, this was like where all the pe- poor people that couldn't afford like yeah. housing anywhere else would live. And now it's like, oh, $300,000 minimum yeah. for a one bedroom sweet. purchase. Yeah. Sign me up. Sign me up for that sweet debt. <laughs> the There's sweet, like sweet marks. Uh, yeah. I'm f- I've been talking to a bunch of people and being like, hey, you want me up GDC? Is it? Yeah. Find me in the park. I'm like, what? Like, can we not just make a time to meet there's like a park that's like adjacent to the moscone center that's what they're talking about they're talking about yerba buena yeah i'm just like hey man let's meet up yeah meet me in the park i'm like how many people are gonna be in this goddamn park like if everyone's in the park is that gonna be easy for me to find you well they like it's so okay gdc is like college again yeah you go to to classes and then there's all these parties and then the what is it called yibber yibber bueno yibber bueno yo gabba gabba (laughs) yo gabba gabba (laughs) that's basically the quad oh and there's like all these clicks on the quad what's your Uh, click my click is you the art student. freaks. Yeah. <laughs> You're putting on a picnic blanket and putting your jeans on it. I wasn't cool <laughs> enough to be in a click. Uh, There's Lost Levels in the park, which I heard about that I want to check out. Yeah, definitely do Lost Levels. That's fun. I feel like you could probably contribute to Lost Levels, too. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to it. I like how the Twitter handle for that is Lost underscore Levels. 
I guess good. like they had a lot of lost things to compete with. I'm sure. I'm yeah. sure someone owns. <laughs> I bet Nintendo owns lost right, levels. This is the account that only makes Mario Maker <laughs> levels based on the hit television series Lost. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say this is the Twitter account that only makes Mario levels based off of uh, Super Mario Brothers 2 Japan, also known as Super Mario Brothers Lost Levels. <laughs> Not Super Mario Brothers USA, which is Doki Doki <laughs> Panic. Is this like Ugh. going back to like Nugget Math, but with Mario? Yeah, basically. Oh, okay. <laughs> so if you buy Super Mario All Stars for the Super Nintendo, you can get it for for two fifty. But mm. I know a guy where you can buy three, <laughs> two, <laughs> Lost Levels. Anyways, but anyways, <laughs> I'm excited. So, do you guys want to talk about violent video games? Um, which ones all of them my favorite ones kirby's epic yarn <laughs> the most violent actually i think uh we sh- we have to wrap it up okay. unfortunately we can't talk about trump and his uh and his uh <laughs> parading <Lost levels. laughs> trump's lost levels god hi my name's donald trump i make mario maker levels based on the hit television series <laughs> lost <laughs> you can find them on my Twitter handle, the real Donald J. Trump. Oh, God. <laughs> I think uh, that's a good way to end the episode. The, uh, pearly <laughs> <laughs> lives forever.tumblr.com. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, so I'm going to be at GDC, so there's not going to be any episodes for the next two weeks. But I'll be back the following weekend with excellent tales from San Francisco exciting things to talk about and um after that so i'll be back we'll have an episode the end of march i think it's the 31st and then Mm -hmm. weekend after that going back to pax east baby going back you're just full of video games hidden gems hidden gems of pax east coming back it's gonna be me uh co-founder war games mason brown friend of the podcast felix kramer is gonna be on it and friend of the podcast, Mike Footer, is also going to be on it. Mm. Expect to see that soon after GDC. I can't wait. It's going to be fun. I'm stoked. It's going to be a lot of fun stuff. But until next time, Emily, where can people find you? Um, So I am an artist and an animator. Uh, my Twitter handle is magical underscore grill. And I draw a lot of things. It's really fun. Uh, you can also find my website at emilykundro.science. Just try to guess how that's spelled. Uh, S-C-I-E-N-S-E. Amazing, Will. You got it. Just flawless performance. <laughs> 10 out of 10. <laughs> so, Will, where can we find you? You can find me at 01010111.com. <gasps> that's right. I have a website. It's a nice website. It's really like good. It? Like Will's it? a very talented it's a person. It's good color palette. I like it. Thank you. Didn't you just recently repossess 01010111.com? Uh, I never had it. And then somebody tried to sell it to me. And I was like, they were like, Would, wouldn't you love to have this web domain? And I was like, yes, I'll give you $20 for it. And they're like, the current price is $10,000. And then I was like, oh, <laughs> I'll give you... Fifteen dollars for it, <laughs> and then I guess they just stopped having it because the next time I looked it up, it was available. Oh my god! Interesting. I once asked the guy who owned Ward.com how much for Ward.com, 
I think it was five hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, four <laughs> letters. Are you kidding me? Yeah, yeah. no, no kidding. I should have just gotten Ward spelled out in binary. It would have been cheaper. Yeah, true. <laughs> um, and you can find this podcast and all of our other podcasts on our website at ward-games.com. Please ask a parent's permission before going online. <laughs> <laughs> you can also find us on Twitter at Ward Video Games. Um, you can also find this podcast on iTunes. And on Google Play and wherever else you listen to podcasts, just look up Wardcast. It's W-A-R-D-C-A-S-T. And listen to all the back episodes or else you won't be able to get any of our jokes. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a, there's a through line. <laughs> there's a continuity. <laughs> but until we get the timeline split. where <laughs> So it's either, you know... Will does take over the podcast or Will doesn't take over the podcast. Welcome to Wardcast, episode 69B. <laughs> nice. Hey! All Will's in the zone. Emily, thank you. You're welcome. Will, thank you. Thank you. Until next time. We out. See ya. Bye.